0: I ask for five seconds of silence and you start counting. You ain't never done this in over three years.
1: Ay, ay, ay.
0: Anyways, say Sakbase, listeners, welcome back to another episode of this overview. I am your co host, Marianne.
2: <laughs>
0: over three years, you still laugh every goddamn time.
1: <laughs> Wait, what I said? I am your there is. Nah, I gotta take That would think. <laughs> you know what? I, so
0: you know what? It's the end of the year. It's the end of the year. You know, it's okay. You know, it's been a wild 2020. I could leave that on there. That ain't. That's crazy. See, this is type of this is type this is type of mistakes listeners don't 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 get to hear because I already we already didn't cut them shits off. Wow this is hey, your buddy, co-host this is your co-host Bo I'm sorry I don't know why I said hey. that <sighs> yeah yeah,
2: yeah no
0: <laughs> it ain't that funny it ain't that funny I had a long I'm day a, man I'm trying
1: to keep my composure I'm trying to keep my composure
0: I'm sorry bro no no don't you gotta keep your composure man be you because I really didn't catch myself saying that. That's the crazy part. <laughs> I did not catch myself saying that. Wow. I really didn't catch myself saying that. Oh, and also we got a guest here with us today. Um, this is a longtime listener. I'm always honored. I don't know about Marianne, but I am always honored when I hear a... Um, listeners that's like you know wanting to be on the podcast and this is a special one because it's in the army because sometimes you know army niggas they're different army niggas are different so i'm gonna <laughs> introduce himself i'm gonna get to that we're gonna get to that in this podcast sorry guys somebody trying to call me go ahead i'm, I'm somebody's calling in the back oh
1: okay be here. Um long like time listening. Y'all I appreciate everything y'all do, especially y'all do it, everything from like vacation. <laughs> so it's like, you know what? Hey, I'm so comfortable in this doing. Why
0: not? Damn, So you you'd be feeling like you could relate over the years, right?
1: Yeah. I love it. Especially with me. I live I I listen. I live with her.
0: Alright, so about real
1: shit on this
0: before we get too far, who, if you were to pick one co-host, who would it be, like, you'd be like, no. don't do
2: that, don't, don't if do were that, to be like, who's I better, not
0: necessarily who's better, I'm just saying, just general. you know, you know, you had to pick one, if you had to pick one to have a podcast with, there you go, let's say you want to create your own podcast, and you had to pick one,
1: oh, and that's all, easy. You, you
0: could only pick one, that's why I
1: don't only pick one, have a podcast with, yeah, Mm, it will be, um, it will be my because she just like she keeps her mind straight up. Yeah, what, like. the fu- what the let fuck? The- let- hey, let me say something. I'm bougie, all right? I'm stern, strict, and direct. I am like, you know, I ain't got time for none of that. I can get down to business. If it now, if it was all about professionalism and getting to the point, and you know, like, hey, we got this, you know, things are emotion, here's the plan. Of course I do a podcast with bro, But if Are I'm just gonna, gonna be like, hey If I'm gonna be like if I'm gonna be like, hey, you know what? Screw it, roll with the dice, take a chance and just, you know, let loose be comfortable and let um, be vulnerable, I go marriage.
2: Man, that's crazy. I'm not professional at all. That's
1: crazy. I think
0: that's just two side, side of a coin. I that's just two side of a coin. I mean,
1: I said, I live with that. Which one do you want to hear? Like the professional me or the scumbag me? That's what I should... That's how... I, whenever people ask me questions like that,
0: that's how I always ask that. Hmm. Okay. But I, had, I like how you just... You know, you just tip it to someone on either me or her. But that's cool. I'll, I'll take that. Because maryanne be... I would
1: say, But the answer the Overall, the answer, the answer is... Not yet. That's crazy.
2: Thank you. Well, why did you choose me to be your co-host? Duh. Why Literally,
0: I think me and Marianne had that convo, like, while back when it was like, yo, I really think our listeners is 70% team me and 30% team Marianne. But, like, over the years, I'm starting to be upset that it's not like that. I thought I had the bigger okay, percentage you know. of people that like me more than her, but it's not. I don't think that's what I'm getting. I feel like
2: I'm like,
1: team like like like... think so. Yeah, y'all compliment each other. Y'all are getting here.
2: It's all about talent. You know, can't be all with one (laughs) side. Without me, definitely talk I can tell you. That
0: is funny. It's true. But it's also funny because like niggas don't really know what I have to deal with, like, behind the scenes. Especially early on. (laughs) Not not so much now, but early on, like the first year or two for sure.
2: Anywho.
0: I ain't putting no business out like that. It's just funny like when I've heard this before several times and it's just funny like that's why like when I be seeing people starting podcasts like with friend other people and I you know I don't say much because I always encourage people to start podcasts because that shit is like you don't realize how big the podcast community is so you're in it and then you're like, whoa this is a lot like for so what's gonna stick, I always be looking to see who's gonna who's gonna stay past six months. And who's going to break up? And I feel like if you're able to sit down with someone and record and put something out every other week or every week for a year, that alone is accomplishment. Because some people, you don't even, some people that's listening right now, the person you used to talk to this time last year, you won't even talk to them anymore. So in order to, for you to be structured enough to sit down, have a conversation with someone every week or every other week, however you want to set it up. That's an accomplishment, and I don't think a lot of people could do that. So yes, I do believe in the yin and yang. You got to complement each other. It's not just about being friends or not being friends. I feel like there's a lot more that plays in like being a co-host, especially over a couple years. Now.
2: Yeah. Yep. No, hard work.
0: That's how you guys say hard work. I I will give a in depth. Like, hey. This is how, this is working, and then here you go, hard work. And people out here choosing you over me. That's crazy. That's crazy. Y'all niggas out here listening to this podcast, out here picking people that's saying hard work. You you put your heart out, and then they come out. Yeah, hard work. And then that's it.
2: Anyways, we're going to get into I mean, some- you talk about hard work. I mean, you kind got to watch your life. Um, you know, like, uh
1: work smart, not work hard. I mean, the so both of you work smart, the so both of you are, like, you know, like, over the years that I've listened to y'all, um, to this podcast, it's like, you know what? God damn, they absolutely right, you know? You got one time where Bo was like, hey, this is my structure, this is my discipline, and you got Mary Ann, she just speaks with her mind and her heart, and then, like, her aura about her, and how she, you know, approaches things.
2: This disc is um, the difference so you know you can't have one without the other. That is true, yeah, it's that is true. But, but the podcast is hard work, especially like I'll be trying to tell people because you know, like I said, I'm real and I just put my heart there. And you know, when you open up and stuff like that, and then you got real life shit going on, and then you still gotta come on the podcast, that's that's why it has to be consistency. Like, I'm trying to put on consistency because you know, child. <coughs> But we are working on that.
0: That's it. That's all you can do.
2: Let's but, know but I'm here, and that's all that matters. I did what? Okay, you
0: be holding it down when I'm
2: not here, but that's, that's all, matters. all that matters. I can't stand though.
0: That's what the teamwork is all about. But anyways, enough with that for now. So, before you before we record it, guys, I downloaded uh Clubhouse House Club Clubhouse. Which one is it?
2: House no, Clubhouse.
0: For real, what's the real name of that shit? I keep flipping it. I think it's called
1: Clubhouse. Clubhouse. It's called Clubhouse, yeah. I'm um, stuff like Well,
0: I just downloaded Clubhouse, guys, for people that's listening. I, I don't know how to work that shit. But, yeah, I put me on.
1: shit.
0: I'm still trying to figure out how it is. I'm getting, like, the more people tell me about it, the more that shit just tells me it's just an open, round table conversation. It all depends on what type of conversation it's on. But I also
2: can't
0: Yeah, I also don't see myself being on that for hours though, because I got shit I got shit to do. I got am on a schedule. Not on a schedule, but I like to get shit done during the day and shit, so I don't know how often people be on there like that. So people get be at on hours first. Get at me guys. It's my same I don't know. It's my same at name as my Twitter and Instagram at Bo knows B O E K N O W Z Z. We're gonna see what that shit about. I I'm gonna give it to Christmas. If I don't get the hang of it, no, I'm going to give it to the end of the year. If I don't get the hang of it by the 31st, I'm just going to be done with it. I'm only on
2: there to talk about internet, and I want to be in the morning room. So, add me so I can be in the morning room to get my
0: $300. What do you mean, the morning room? I'll be seeing that little screenshot of we people saying Yeah, they got a room where people are moaning, and then people are paying them to the moan,
2: and whoever... That's yeah, it. I come That's the most grandcious
1: thing I've ever heard in my 30 years
2: of You dead no, serious? Dead yeah, I'm just not... serious. It's like the moaning and queefing.
0: So they'll just cash up you it's whoever like the, the best. Yeah,
2: they cash out people. What? They heard a house.
1: Yeah I am thinking fans, was like,
2: you know, the tip of the iceberg. No. <laughs> yeah. It's only them people horn you on Clubhouse too
0: off the voice though you know let me not act like that let me act like that let me not act like that because like there do be some listeners that be messaging me about my voice and that shit creeps me the fuck up but,
2: Nobody ever me about my voice. but then again i sound like a frog day,
0: yo no, quick, qu- <laughs> yo quick quick
2: quick <laughs> quick
0: story not quick story but quick statement i remember when we first started the podcast right Marianne didn't want mm-hmm. I think one point Marianne didn't want to do it no more or she something and then she was like no I sound like a frog or some shit I don't like how I sound people are gonna hate my voice and I'm saying I'm like <laughs> who gives a fuck cause that's first of all that's something you cannot change and fuck fuck that like do, if you, do you like your voice cause that's the only thing that matters I
2: remember people used to make fun of my, my voice and my accent vocal. you know but that in the you, beginning I was like I don't want to do it no more
0: People was going to do that. They're going to do that regardless. There's, there's some people that's doing that today. That doesn't matter. But it's just funny. Try, but,
2: and voice, I'm like, damn, yeah, shit. Sure. Now look but at that. You,
0: now you about to go on Clubhouse and using your voice to win $300. And that. look at life.
2: Period. Oh. He
0: <laughs> <laughs> now you about to get paid for the same voice that niggas was talking shit about. But, like a toad
2: on there.
0: Yeah, so I'm I'm trying to see. I'm trying to. See. So you're not on that clubhouse? Oh no, you a married man. So it do work. Married people can get on there. I mean, I mean, there are rules in there, man, But whenever
1: I hear about clubhouse, I'm like, the thing about me when I hear when people hype stuff up, like for instance, clubhouse, mm-hmm. I automatically tune that thing down. Especially like for example, you know when when Snapchat came out, everyone was like, oh, Snapchat, Snapchat, Snapchat. I'm like, I got on, I don't know how to use it. And then it was kind of creepy because people couldn't stop you. They thought you location. I think they, that's a new feature they got or something like that. I'm like, nah, I ain't with that. But yeah, um, going down on Twitter, all you hear is Clubhouse, and then you put the word is moan. A lot of people go in Clubhouse specifically for the moaning one. And I'm like, hmm. That's what I'm
2: I was good. there for I still can't find
0: it. <laughs> You know what, I see what you're because I'm that nigga, like, I don't really do trend, trend <laughs> shit on Twitter, but I ain't gonna lie, this one, i just been hearing so many funny stories about it, and I'm like, let me see what it's about. That's why I'm like, if I don't figure out how to work this, or if I don't see this as being fun by the end of the year, this shit got 10 days to show me that it's fun. So, we'll see about that. Yeah. Oh, no,
2: I'm saying, I like to see things for myself and have my own perspective. Yeah. I don't like to listen or perspective, So people be like shit
0: up and that should be named so. nah I ain't gonna lie though. Twitter is my favorite app and will I'll delete every app on my phone, but not Twitter. I'll delete my Gmail if I have to. no. I'll delete
1: my Gmail
2: I'll
1: delete
0: my Gmail. I'll delete my WhatsApp.
2: I'll
0: delete my WhatsApp. My family from out other is just gonna have to deal with it.
2: That's
0: nah, nah, I be needing WhatsApp, man. Yeah. Nah, I
1: see. I gotta have WhatsApp. I, I gotta have that.
0: Gotta have. I got too many family from overseas mm-hmm. and shit, so I gotta have WhatsApp every now and then. I'm
1: technically like that, so maybe I. Well, actually, I can't have. So technically, I'm
0: not allowed to have WhatsApp.
1: Um, record. Like, oh. hey, yeah. Oh,
0: let's um, get let's. AK, uh, let, let's let's get into that real quick. You in a you in a Marines? Which one are you in?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I
0: think? Think Okay, you're so just, so you and the, the, the people, that's the Who? <laughs> that's the big
2: people, the Marines, they're the best ones
0: out here. All them niggas gonna say oh, they're yeah, the best. Yeah, except yeah. the army. Everybody know Army the trashes.
2: Yeah, but
1: I heard the Marines. Don't don't the Marines have the ball? You, they be having the ball? Yeah, so okay. Um every branch has like their own little birthday, um, celebration. Ours, we make it like a festival. We make it known like Hey, November tenth, we were founded, we, you know, um kicked doors down, kick ass, and, and we look good doing it, you know, since seventeen seventy five. Um, yeah, um we're, we're the most fit, we're the most lethal, we're amphibious, we, we do it all. Any any place, any crime, anywhere. That's and that's what we believe in, you
0: know. And try to niggas so, that be having a dive in. in and shit.
1: What
0: was that? And trying to niggas like that, that be having a dive in the middle of the sea or some shit like that?
1: Yeah, that's that's what um that's our that's our foundation. We do um extremist assault. So if we gotta go to a place um that requires us to like hit the beachhead or whatever the case is. Like we have to say for example, if Florida was ever assaulted by some insurgents or some terrorists, right? Mm-hmm. Florida's surrounded by three bodies of water. All we gotta do is land on the beach um, take the beach, um, set up on um, a base and keep pushing forward. Um, whatever our objective is, that's where we go and repel the enemy. Hmm. And then, like, we we set up shop, Army comes in, they do their own little thing from time to time. Um, but I can't go into that because, man, Army couldn't hold a, a fire to a candlestick. honestly. But that's just me. <laughs> well,
0: these, these military dudes, man, they be talking so much shit about the Army. But anyway, that's not what we're here for. No, that's not what we're
1: here for. We're not not that.
0: Yeah, we're not here for that. <laughs> Wait, is it because of the Marines that you can't you can't get WhatsApp or something like other than what other? Stuff?
1: Oh, so okay, so the Marine Corps, right? Um, mm-hmm. We love to keep our stuff secret. Um, all the information at the time, WhatsApp was like the only viable secure way of transmitting information back to your loved ones and family whenever you're like you know abroad at sea or if you're, like, you know, in another um, country. Well, however, our good friends in China on a third door in um, WhatsApp. So they went ahead and exploited it, and they're only going after, you know, top um, officiating people. So Marine Corps caught on to that and was like, hey, we ain't doing that no more. So find other ways of, you know, communicating that's more secure, that has like, a virtual network to where, you know, you will be playing guess who for, like, days on end. So I mean we can have it here but when we go travel, you no, we can't have that. So um, if anyone try to hit me up on WhatsApp, I'm gonna be like, hey, block the week. I'll hit you up on Instagram, Twitter. Um, we'll find ways to communicate, even if I have to do a by snail mail or whatever. Damn.
0: But China just China be everywhere though. No, China the the, the
2: Chinese.
0: They know, like they know. I know. I know in movies or in cartoons you'll see like world domination and be China. That shit is real. When you really started like going into shit and opening your eyes and seeing where China is everywhere, there's a little China everywhere. And I'm not talking about America yeah, especially
2: either. Like, especially with the um, knockoffs. I've been going to like the markets market system and Chinese, but right? for them to replicate like Gucci and Coach.
0: I mean, right. they're the same that's niggas that made that it. shit over there.
2: Huh?
0: Isn't there a thing where people is like the same factory that make Nike right next door is the same factory that make the fake Nikes? <laughs> so, yeah, but it's that's I said, trying
2: to replicate everything that we do here. Like it's, in America, they replicate everything, everything.
0: It's, so, so hold on. If you if you overseas and you don't, if you overseas and you can't have WhatsApp, so what do you do? You send your loved ones email or something? You can't face them. So
1: oh, we can use um. So they have like little things. They have they'll have like um. Little centers um. Depending on like where you're at, they will be secure. It'll be let's say for example, if I can wanna send an email, I can do that. If i want to send um. Instagram, Twitter. If I wanna utilize, utilize Snapchat, I can do that. It's just it has to be under um. the Department of Defense network. You know what I mean. Mm. Where it has to be authorized, you know, like, hey, you can like this. is authorized. Uh, here's your password. There you go. Um, have fun. Just keep it. You know, you can't tell your family members everything that you're doing at that point in time. Um, you know, information. It, it's no longer about money or oil or you know, like um, anything material. It's all about information nowadays. People want information. They don't want um. They don't want your credit score.
0: They don't want your. Hit. Um, they, they want, want the profile. They um, want your profile. Yeah. 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 That's why. That's why I'm like. I don't know if y'all peep how like every time you go on a website, at least on my phone, where they be asking you about the cookies or some shit like that. So always some warning uh-huh. about like, do you agree? Because they may get your information on your phone, or like if you start typing your name, that should already type it for you.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. Because information that's why is more I, valuable. I I really. So
1: that's why I Google check myself every week. I'd be like, okay, I type in my name. If, if I can't find anything, anyone can use against me, I'm clear. So, no matter what my name, um, like, the only thing you'll see, you'll see about me, if you type in my whole name, is you'll see, like, a photo from, like, back in 2012. I did a Veterans Day parade on um, the morning service um, two years ago. And that's just about it. You might get a vehicle citation, but
0: we won't get this, you know. Yeah. And then, you know Even that. Nah, nah. I realized realized information was important when I I noticed, like, some companies, they won't even buy, like, they'll just buy, like, customers' information. Like, you know, the same way you, you create a login, there's companies out here that'll sell your, you know, when you create a profile, you do a survey or whatever, they're like, hey, you like this, you like that. They just sell your data. That's why Facebook always got Facebook and Instagram and all them always got those things. It's like an algorithm. You like one pair of shoes, all of a sudden niggas are gonna just you're just gonna see niggas promoting pairs of shoes on your own um, timeline. Mm-hmm. But no me, my ass be liking random shit just to throw the algorithms off, just to see what the algorithm's gonna throw at me today.
2: <laughs> mm mm-hmm.
0: well, I like everything. But well, yeah, that's that. Anywho. That was good talk, man. So before we before we hit record, we were talking about how you said um Haitians is moving different out here. Um for the listeners that's listening that's not Haitian, um, y'all just gonna have to get in with this. I know some of y'all y'all just Haitian by um penetration, y'all just gonna have to get in with this one right here. What do you mean by Haitians is moving different out here?
1: Nah, it's not even Haitians by penetration. Like, nowadays, it's more like Haitians by association, too. What I was saying was, so, how Haitians are moving. Like, it used to be me growing up, and I think a lot of us can relate. Um, going back to, like, elementary school, middle school, at least for me, it was always the Haitians versus everybody, you know? I so where you go, and you, you gotta find like a, a certain Haitian clip, you chill with them, you know, they got your back, you got theirs, everything. I, I don't know what happened up to a point where it's like, all right, hey, who's your family? What's your last name? Oh, you one of them? Ah, nah, bro, you can't help you can't hang with us, or anything like that. Or, like, I see now that it's, it's becoming a big deal that Haitians can't, um, you know, speak clear. Mm-hmm. Uh, or... Or if patients are one born in Haiti, you know they claim being Haitian, and it's like, wait, we're doing that now, so we're going to be ostracized by our affiliation of country of birth now. Now it becomes like, hey, um, you went to school, I bet right, what your degree in? You know, the doctor, you know, a lawyer, not an engineer. Nah, dude, I can't hate you. Are yeah, you you're Haitian, cool, but no, 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 can't, can't be none of that.
0: But I think that's more of an immigrant story, generally, though. I I mean, there's some people, you're always going to have those group of Haitians that's like, if if you're not doctor, lawyer, or engineer, like, they're not going to look at you the same. I always joke around with some people. I call them the Zizi, the Zizi Haitians. I hope I'm pronouncing that term right. It, 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 nine times out of ten, those are normally the French Haitians. They're normally the French Haitians, the Canadian Haitians. Whatever Haitians that mostly speak French, because they the ones that always think they're better than you when it comes to education, or it depends on what type of job you have, they'll mm-hmm. look down on you. What you said? Yeah, um, no, um, no, yeah, you said
1: something? No, I was talking both college. Mm-hmm. But, um, I think
2: said- what it is, that's usually, like, those Haitians, are from, you know, they're high class,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, educated, their Mo- parents, most of to them, for yeah, little.
0: most of them, they speak but, French,
2: but, yeah, people just think you can be more Haitian than someone, like, me, I'm not born in Haiti, I wasn't born in Haiti, but, you know, I used to get picked on, um, people say, oh, how are you claiming education when you were not born in Haiti, because you were born in America, or
0: I can't, I can't claim that I'm Haitian, you know, like they'll make fun of me. Cause I see
2: Creole different stuff like that. I
0: ain't gonna lie to you, I don't, I don't, I don't always, see but it. That's every nationality. It's always people thinking they're be better than this. every national. That's every national. I ain't gonna lie to you. I haven't seen that. The only time I see that type of shit is on the app, on Twitter, and I
2: thought it
0: was just all jokes. But, but I that will say one thing. Like high I am against, not against. But I do look at those Haitians funny. That's Haitians that ain't never going to Haiti. And I know I had to go back and forth with a lot of niggas on the app like that. But I mean it. I mean it. It's not, not necessarily the Haitians that have never been to Haiti. The worst ones is the Haitians that claim Haiti is the worst thing in the world. They'll never go. Take that motherfucking flag down then. But
2: that's the
0: ignorant Haitians. They don't know. No, I used to say that. But to be honest with you, um, the older no, I get, no, 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 problem, no, no, no. The older I get, the more I'm realizing I don't blame them. I blame their parents, cause a lot of those is because they heard that from their parents. They didn't get those information yeah. from anywhere. Most likely this, cause I had a family, I had a friend, a long time friend that I grew up with, um, since middle school, went to the same church and everything. Like, this girl didn't go to Haiti till she became an adult and was able to go by her, like, on her own. Because her parents literally forbid her to go when she was younger. Like, it was like, you'll never go. And then she always wanted to go. And then one of the greatest things that happened now is that, you know, the power of social media. You know, nowadays, yeah, they could tell you whatever they want to tell you about certain countries. But you got some of your friends, you know, just like us. We'll we see you in my timeline. Some of your friends talk shit about this place. And then you like, wait a minute. But these niggas living their best lives. Based on Instagram, based on Twitter, based on Facebook. They live their best lives. So... I think the power of social media helps some of that bullshit. Weave some of that bullshit out. And plus, Twitter is just a funny place when it comes to Haitians talking shit about Haiti. Because I can't wait for that topic to come back up. Because it will soon.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I don't think Haitians moving different, man. I think it's always, it's always been like that. And it ain't gonna never end, neither. At least from my point of view. Uh,
1: the main reason why I'm that up, right, is because... Um, um, so, one time I went to Japan uh, for six months, right, and then I was in Okinawa, and anyone in the military who's been in Okinawa, Japan, knows, like, those people are funny. What do I mean? They don't even recognize themselves as Japanese. They don't. They recognize themselves more like Korean or Chinese, you know, that's their identity or what the case in. But because you're, you know, under the Japanese banner, they're, like, you know, forced to not forced. they they have to adapt to that lifestyle. Why do I bring this up? It's because even though, you know, they don't like the fact that, hey, I don't really identify myself with these folks, but because I live here, I'm gonna go ahead and do what these folks do. You go to Haiti, right? Um and it's like, Cool, I'm an American born Haitian, hey, I come over here, my crew ain't that good. Um I can sort of read, sort of write. You go to like, you know, any part in Haiti. I'm from Acac, and you say, for example, you go down there, they're gonna treat you funny. They're like, who are you? Where you come from? What are you doing here? Oh, you can't speak the language? Oh, okay. Oh, you nice clothes. So you better than me? That kind of thing. And I think it's more so like the real, like perceptions, reality. If they perceive you a certain way, that's the reality to them. And bring that same, um, you know, mentality or imagery over here. It's just like, oh, snap, um, the Haitians from Haiti come over here. And then you see these Americanized organizations. are like, hey, who are you? Where are you coming from? What are you doing here? Why are you here for You know? Oh, okay, you must be new here. You must not know a lot. It's like, no, nah, don't do that. Help them. Make them grow. Yeah, they don't know any better, or they're not—you know—they're not—they're um, not quick to adapt. But you can always help them up, you know, and, um, and succeed. It's just when you see Haitians come down to other Haitians for like most juvenile things, you're just sitting there and like, there's no bloody way that this could be happening, in um, in this day and age. Um, does that make sense?
0: Definitely. Definitely agree with that, cause I I look at that as like when I see any black person talking bad, talking down on another black person to me, that shit irks me, cause I'm like, <sighs> I think we was talking about that last episode, like when we were talking about how when people, when it comes to like black black businesses, how they go, they be going in on them, and sometimes those black businesses deserve it. I'm not gonna say they don't, but it's like, bro, we already battling the white man in a way. Either directly, indirectly, consciously, subconsciously, we're already battling that system. Not necessarily the white man, but the white man's system. Like, we don't need to be adding more into it. At least that's how I move around, to be real with you. I'm not doing We don't need to be adding more into it. But going back to the whole, yes, if I'm here and I go to Haiti, you know, my Creole is different. Niggas going to look at you different. You can't, we can't do nothing about that because that, that is equivalent to Haitians coming here. The only thing you can do is to help them, but a lot of people don't give a damn, or a lot of people don't think like that, or a lot of people don't care. I mean, I always look at it as like, you know, some people are just ignorant, and I think any immigrant could relate to that. Like, you know, you go to, it's kind of like, I remember, (laughs) I remember when I was younger, this is like, probably like ninth grade, eighth grade or something like that. I went to Haiti, because when I was younger, I used to go to Haiti every summer, and I remember I went to Haiti. I was just hanging out with some family friends. And then one of them Haitians there was asking me, like, you know, what part of America I'm from. Because back then, maybe now it's different, but back then, them Haitians, you should think all Haitians either live in New York, Miami, and I think Boston was one of them. I can't think of the, if there was any other. But those are the top three Boston. Boston, New York, Miami. And I told that nigga I live in Miami. That nigga said, ah, mon yeah, I eat too with them, And I was like, what? A nigga that never came here think because I, I was raised in Miami. Like, I live in Miami it means, like, oh, I ain't really go nowhere. If I went not living in New York, I really ain't go nowhere. And it's just little things like that. I feel like it's just ignorance, you know. So I agree, but there's, but you could only control what you could control also. Because I agree with all these things, but I'm like, yo, but I'm not going to dwell on that. Or I'm not going to focus on that because at the end of the day, let me just be the change that I want to see or let me just like us having this conversation right now and hoping that somebody that's listening to this podcast right now could see it that way and could particularly change in that direction also. And that's all we could do. But yes. But one thing I also another thing that I I know like the, the Haitians that growing up under us like we're, we're all late 20s, 30s, whatever, right? So I was talking to my little cousin the other day. He's 20. Remember how you saying early on how we all had to fight just to be Haitian? It was two types of Haitians growing up, early 2000s or mid-2000s. I want to say early, mid-2000s. Two types of Haitians growing up, in the 90s too. But I didn't grow up like that in the 90s. I was still a kid. Is it you going to be the Haitians that's going to fight for being Haitian, or you going to be one of the Haitians that's going to hide that you're Haitian just because you're too pussy to fight. And I will say, it is always funny seeing how a lot of these Haitians that was hiding that they're Haitian because there was two pussy coming out and be having the biggest flag in their cars or in their house. That shit is always funny to me. So I was talking to my little cousin up there, and I'm like, bro, I'm upset that you. right now you're getting the fruits of my labor. Like, yes, it's cool to be Haitian now. Like, every nigga have a Haitian friend, every American or at this point, everybody gotta have a Haitian or Jamaican friend. Like, you gotta have some other from the island as a friend. You know how those memes be on the app where it be like, <laughs> on the Twitter, it'd be like, Mom, American flag, Dad, American flag, Her. She having a Jamaican, Haitian, Guyanese flag, all that shit mixed in there. I think it's cool to be that, but I just be hot because these young Haitian niggas. They be getting the fruits of my labor, and they don't even know how it feels to have to fight through that shit day in and day out. But that's all I got for Haitians. that. New Haitians, man.
1: Oh, look! I, I love seeing them. I love seeing. I love seeing them when they embrace the culture. Yeah. Um, but um, it's like, all right, cool. You know, what do you know? Uh, a lot. And then, almost the same reply is. January 1st, 1804, um, Asian independence. I, right, what else do you know? Day 18th, patient independence. And wrong, wrong. <laughs> A lot and, of you know, like, and then you gotta sit there and explain to them and everything like that. And it's like, you be like, well, mom and dad never told me this, like, well, where your mom and dad from? Oh, my mom's from California. My dad's from downtown New York or something. You're just like, huh? So you didn't bother to do the research on your own. And it's like, like I was saying earlier, you know, information. Everyone's fighting for information. Information is right there in front of you. Like your phone, your laptop, tablet, all that, you know, you have the ability to go ahead and look this up on your own. You have the ability to go ahead and find who you are, what makes you Asian, what makes you, you know, a Jean-Pierre or a Toussaint. Or Laurent, or a um, Jean Jacques, all of that, you know. But people just be
0: like, I just right, go ahead and wave my flag, my TV and football, and that's it. Like, nah, dog, more fluid. Everyone wants to be a Haitian, it's time to Haitian. That's it. <laughs> that's it, it. It's a equivalent to everybody wanting to be. It's equivalent to everybody wanting to be black, so it's time to get big, do some black shit. That's it, man. Mm-hmm. It is. It's sad. It's sad, but I mean it's real. It's reality, though.
1: It is
2: reality. But then again, do they have to like? Do you have to be like have so much pride to be Haitian? Like I feel like we should judge people. Like some people just, you know, want to be low key with some people don't. Like, what do you mean? Because you guys were saying like, oh, anybody want to be Haitian is trying to be Haitian, but I just feel like some people are not like so prideful. Of being patient than others. I think. And I feel like they should judge. I see, where you, I see what you mean is more like humility, right? Like, there's some
1: of us who take it to the extreme. I'm not going to mm-hmm. lie. There are some of us who, who, who take it to the extreme. And then there's some of us who are like, yes, I'm, you know, I am um, very happy with the country of my birth. I'm very prideful of, you know, where we come from. And, you know, I want my future generations to know, like, hey, this is what I stand
2: for.
1: This to flow of the
0: news and everything. Mm-hmm. And then you yeah, so have the one
1: that is like, I'm um, Haitian, that's it. Yeah. And it's like, really, bro?
0: Really? But. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, like, I really I agree. What what you were saying, Marianne? You said, it, it, I'm not saying it's not okay to not be prideful. Like you could, you could just be like, okay, I'm Haitian. It's so like, I gotta flunk that shit around. Because I'm one of them Haitians. I don't flunk around that I'm Haitian. I know niggas who flown around that age. Those would be the niggas that don't even speak no Creole. They be having the biggest Haitian flag on their wall. We we all know one of those. We all know one of
2: those. But one thing,
0: one thing I will say, no disrespect to any other ethnicity, is that there's certain pride that comes to me. I don't know how many different rooms y'all been in, but walking in different rooms and saying you Haitian, that shit ring bells. And I'm not trying to like sound like. I'm trying to up on anything, anyone else. But that shit ring bells because like, yo, you being from a first, the first and old like black nation, the first free black republic, like that shit ring bells. And I'm going to be real with y'all. I've learned more Haitian history from like white people than I have from my own people throughout my life. I remember this German man was the first nigga that like, this first, this German man was the first man. I remember this was like while I was in college to teach me so much. About the culture and he was like damn and I remember that I'll never forget the last thing he told me was like damn He's like it's so sad because if you guys really know your history like You guys really should be like one of the top nations in the world But one of the things that he literally was like one of the things that our people do when he was talking to himself The Caucasians he was like one of the things we do and this is all based on history. Is like we break y'all down generationally which means that part of the reason why you guys would never go anywhere, because if you don't know your history, you really cannot move forward when it comes to generational wealth. This it goes back to the equivalent to, like, you know, African Americans in America. Like, the more generation that goes by, the more those grandpas don't pass down certain traditions, certain stories, certain anything. Like, that's why I appreciate, like, um, Kwanzaa. I appreciate Kwanzaa a lot more as an adult now than ever before because all the other cultures do it the Jewish people do it the Asian people do it whatever culture they do they pass that shit down like black culture is the only culture like a lot of like you'll notice especially the blacks in that's not in those black countries like the Caribbeans or Africa we're the only culture where like little to none of our people pass a lot of things down because like I've been around mad Jewish niggas, I'm telling you now, dog. They start their kids off young. Them kids know they Jewish and they happy and they prideful about it. I'm tired of people not feeling like they like they feel guilty for being too prideful about something. We'll never talk about that shit with the Jewish people, and they be walking around here like with the shit like with that shit caught in the top of their head or whatever type of stuff they do. Uh,
2: uh, uh, Manero or something. No, like, not the candle. I forgot. I'm a girl. Yarmulke, yeah, like, you know,
0: yeah, like, they be walking around or they be doing stuff, like, we never say, damn, they're too prideful. So I need, I need, yeah. I need, I need us people to stop, even black, like, when I be seeing like, oh, this nigga going black history, me to death. Like, bro, we'll never say that shit when it's other shit, when it's other history shit going on. But, I'ma stop. I'ma, I am going to stop i am i do not want to be on my Dr. Umar shit on this episode. Even though I agree with Eighty-five percent of what the, about the Omar be saying? That's another story. That's just hilarious. I'm going like, um, like, eighty to eighty-five percent. I do agree
1: with this, and then the other fifteen or twenty percent. I'm just looking like, damn, bro, calm
0: down. Who dat Omar? What's happening? What yeah,
1: this be something he would be saying some outlandish stuff. and I'm like, really? Am I still doing? My God, right, baby. <laughs>
0: Nah, to me, to me, Dr. Umar is, a, and to me, he's funny as shit. I'm going to be real with you. I think he's the right, he's the acceptable writer funny to what he be saying. And nothing makes me laugh more than the Dr. Umar parody page on Twitter. Where it's like Dr. Umar with no content. Where he just posts random Dr. Umar videos. Where he responds to niggas at random Dr. Umar videos. That shit gets me every time. Every fucking time. But anyway, Marianne, what you got going on, man? I know it's towards the end of the year. Like, what, what's going on? By the way, listeners, um, off air, I just want to let everybody know, like, there's a lot of niggas that listen to this shit that has to don't fuck with Marianne and niggas be coming to me about it. And I'm letting y'all know this year, going into next year, I've had enough.
2: I'm proud of you, dog. I've had enough.
0: <laughs> I, I don't mind you guys coming to me with Marianne, Ann, the shit that she do or don't do to y'all, but I've had enough. I'm sending y'all niggas, I'm forwarding y'all niggas directly to Marianne now. Because, like, I, at first that shit was funny, but now I'm like, okay, this is getting ridiculous. Why does everybody that don't fuck with you come to me? And then, and then on top of that, they be coming to me, not expecting me to you come. Why they
2: got my number? It's not my number. I didn't change you my know number. You I don't understand
1: is like hearing that, um, I could have sworn on my unborn child, you're a grown ass woman. You know what I mean? <laughs> Thank you, Paul. I I,
2: you know, I could've
1: I could have sworn on my on my on my left ankle, right? That <laughs> that you was a grown ass woman with your own mind, your own heart, you know, you make money, you got your own place.
0: I I also think it's just a communication thing, too, though. Like, a lot of people just don't know how to communicate. I also have learned that, you know, I'm not the best communicator in the world, but I know I've gotten better over the years. And I feel like it takes some people, it took me to, to realize it. And one of the good things about me being a good communicator now is knowing the fact that, yo, everybody is not on my level of communication. And it's okay niggas be 35 40 niggas be two kids and they still don't know how to communicate and it'd be terrible too like it'd be the obvious shit but i'm tired of y'all niggas man this is women and men that i'm speaking to yeah uh, i'm just gonna tell you i'm gonna hear the story yeah i'm just gonna be like okay go ahead and call her or i'm gonna be like okay i'm gonna call marianne right now so gonna, so the three-way this shit out because um okay we
1: can
2: talk the people honestly. i'm like first y'all
1: Honestly, it's um, and and it's the same thing that happens in the military, you know. Um, it's that unconscious bias. Mm -hmm. That's what. That's what. I think that's what that is, you know, because they have this idea of who you are, who they Mm -hmm. think you are, who they think you think you are in front of them, and how they think you think you perceive them in front of them, and vice versa. Mm -hmm. I think it's like five different layers of communication that people tend to Mm fail. From the last time I remember it, it's not
2: only that. Y'all
0: lying, don't they? Hold on. You sound okay, like you, you. You sound like you're trying to get personal. You sound like you're trying to be. You're talking oh, to
1: somebody direct. To y'all,
2: somebody like, I, I, y'all can't be doing me wrong, and they go to bowl and act like we're gonna do something.
0: Come, come face y'all problems. Come face it. No, the, not the, talk about it, the okay? part that the part that kills me is that some some women think they could talk to me about you, and then don't expect me to talk to you about it. And I'm like, yo, <laughs> what y'all think? <laughs> what do y'all think this is? Like, you think you're telling me this? Cause I, every time I get done, I'm like, yo, have you talked to this person? I'm like, yo, have you called Marianne and be like, and tell me all this. They either lie and say yes, or they will be like, nah, because Marianne can't be talked to and all this. I'm like, bro, I don't care. I don't care. But anyways, I just had to throw that out there. But, back to our guests, man, how's the, how's the military life there during Corona year? Like, how is that?
1: Um, just like, just like, um, like everywhere else, it sucked. Um, when we were told, hey, we're going to be quarantined until for the notice, at first I'm thinking, oh, I get to work from home, I bet, I get to be, you know, with my kid more, I get to follow him more, that, um, I don't have to see these ugly faces anymore, even bigger bet. then after, um, after two weeks. I started losing my mind because I'm like, yo, the gender clothes, I'm stuck with my kids, Not to say like my kids are like a horrible, um, you know, whatever. <laughs> like that I, she wants, like she wants absolute attention from me. And then when it's time for me to work, I have to, you know, be that balance. So How I'm old is your kid? I'm working. At the time, she was two. She turned three this past October. Okay. So. Yeah, so from June to July were the worst four months of my life, all right, because I had to balance home life and military life, and then when I was told to, like, hey, you got to come into work work to actually do some stuff, it was like, all right, cool, and this is when the daycare started to shut down even more, and then, um, yeah, it was just one big mouth of struggle. However, Cromwell. Um, you know that was just my mentality of it. I learned to adapt. I overcame. I built on um, a schedule around my daughter, so me and her have this like this awesome um, rapport now. She understands me. I understand her. Um, she's still developing, because, you know magnificent, functional member of society. That I hope one day I don't have to get a phone call about. But um, you know I loved it. Marital life. Um, it suffered a little bit because my wife worked at a hospital and she was one of those frontline workers that had to deal with COVID, you know, directly. And I didn't, um, know the severity of COVID until like middle of March. And then I started like, you know, panic and I started to get scared. And then I was like, Hey, you can either not where the highway.
0: You said that to her?
1: All yeah, I said that to her. Whoa! Wait, 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 wait. So hold on. I was, was thinking. heavy. I was thinking. Hold on,
0: hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. You said your way or the highway to your wife
1: <laughs>
2: because...
0: Yeah. Wait, because what? She was working
2: with COVID
1: folks, right? Mind you... Um, you didn't want her you didn't want
0: her working or you just didn't want her working as a nurse or what as a frontline worker. I
1: didn't want her to work as a frontline worker. I wanted her to work. I am not gonna like you know I heard that, but if they said, Hey, you gotta work with COVID people this is when like COVID was like hitting like the two hundred thousand mark For fatality Oh and yeah, 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 yeah around that time. Around that time, you know that was like was peak summer, right? Huh?
0: That was like peak summer, like July or something like that, right? Like around June, yeah, yeah.
1: around June, July. Yeah. And then I was like, when well, she told me, hey, just change my schedule, I got to do this. I'm like, hell no, I don't want you, you know, to be like them, you know, um, out there, you know, putting your stuff on there and everything like that. And it, it pissed me off because it was like... You know why you got to do? It. You just started working here, and you know you just started, you know, doing this and that, and you know it was all those things where it's like, all right, well, suck it up, adapt and overcome. Um, thank God, you know, everybody has a blessing. Thank God she she never like you know contracted COVID. She never tested positive. So wait, she look, you know. Let's rewind.
0: <laughs> let's rewind real quick. What what did she say when you said yeah. her, your way or the hire? Because I ain't never heard of a nigga saying that. So this is news to me. So, I know us men I know us men we have that power. It's just a lot of us have it tap into our power. It's put it's put down. He does not
2: so um yeah, like I'm
1: different. Uh, me and my wife have worse, like hey how long you guys been married? Um, six years. Wow. Six years and one, two, three, six years, four months, two weeks, four
0: days. Wow. You got that down in your head.
1: Yeah. Damn. I'm trying to count the hours right now each. Wow. But, um, Sounds like the, love. man. Um, hope yeah, to get there one
0: day. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Let me tell you something. Being be married no, is no walking apart. People say, oh yeah, marriage is work. No, marriage is not supposed to be work. Marriage is supposed to be compromised. If marriage was work, I should be getting paid. She should be getting paid, right? It's <laughs> some, some type of compensation. But, um, so to answer your question, she was like, hey, um, uh, You can go ahead and feel how you want to feel, but I'm going to keep doing what I got to do because heaven's forbid if something happens, you know, that's on me. And that was my way of voicing her. My, my, um, how can I say that word? Uh, I was being vulnerable. I was, I was both angry, confused, frustrated, and I was like, Hey, I don't appreciate them doing this to you. It's not fair. You know, blah, blah, blah. I was just trying to find a, um, you know, I was just letting out how I
0: felt. Okay, I mean, she didn't like it, and it, it, it was out of love. That's it wasn't out of like, you know, <laughs> yeah, I get it. But she basically was telling you, you can feel how you want to feel, but I'm going to do what I'm going to do regardless. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Yo. When she said that,
1: I was like, I was like, oh, okay, we'll see about that. And then, um, so she told me, hey, hop up this? And. She, if you know, if it pays me good, if it does this, can I do this? And I was like, yeah, all right, let's go ahead and um, give this a try. Whatever we tried it, you know, we kept her safe. I was, you know, starting to get more and more of that confidence of, all right, she knows what she's doing. Well, who am I to tell her what she can and can't do? Mm-hmm. Let's let's roll with it. You know, teamwork. Let's do that. Hmm.
0: That's great, man. I tell you. You know,
1: because uh, another
2: thing, too, like, speaking of
1: the military, it's, um, it's hard work. Nah, being uh, being in the medical
0: field, man, those folks, especially you, Marianne, like, y'all got it rough. For real. I, I complained but about I think, you <laughs> Thank you for your service, goddammit. I just realized True, that, yeah. yeah, I just realized that medical people ain't getting paid enough. And... Um, I'm seeing the legislature sneaking out the $600 stimulus check. Hey, if one of if this podcast ever landed in one of y'all niggas' laps, man, y'all niggas is, <laughs> y'all trash. They trash for that. You mean to tell me six, seven months later? Cause I remember I was reading articles on how, like, when everybody got that $1,200 check, some people in the legislatures was like, yo, that's too much money. And all I could think about is how this is literally how the rich stay rich or get richer. By putting their foots down poor people's neck. And making sure they don't get shit and they eat off them two, And three, they make them feel guilty about it. Three form of domination right there. I'm making money off you. I'm making sure you don't make shit. And on top of that the mental abuse of me making you feel either guilty about it or me making you feel like it's okay that you're in that poor decision you win and it's your fault. Knowing damn well I'm making millions off you. But, that's a whole other story. I'm sorry, I felt like I was going back to my Dr. Omar shirt. I'm going to bring him back. Now,
1: see, if I, wasn't, if I wasn't working for the government, man, I, have, I would love to engage in that conversation too. But, you know our notes nah we'll, we'll say that me
0: and you offline or something like that yeah, yeah for, sure, for sure for sure for sure definitely i understand but um wow so you know you was at a vulnerable place you told your woman your wife that and um that's good to hear man it's good to hear i hear married men doing that type of stunts because you don't hear that often married men or relationship more, men. probably more
2: for tasty. it was like you know as a man you're supposed to be the protector, so you're like no oh, i'm doing
1: you hit it right on the head. Because, um, so, like like I was mentioning earlier before we started recording, like, hey, as a married man, like, it's not easy. And, um, everyone thinks, oh, the married man, you know, benefits from, you know, hey, I got a wife, my life is, like, um, elongated by an extra what? Yeah, years, yeah, yeah. Guess, okay. isn't, isn't that isn't that, that, fake, like that that
0: fake statistics I keep seeing out there? Like married men live an extra three, four, five years of life or some shit like that? Yeah, man, that's
1: some bullshit. I'm going through that right now. Oh, like, let's that hear really it.
0: Is. Go ahead. Go ahead. You're a married um, man. Speak on it. All
1: right. <laughs> uh, so, when I got married, initially I'm thinking, I get, I get to, I get to marry my best friend. I get to
0: have sex every day. Every day.
1: You club and it up. <laughs> That's I a Wait a minute. Wait a minute. And I was like, because, hey, the, 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 the framework of marriage that I have perceived, and that was, you know, given to me was one by the church or two, oh, by my Lord. parents. Oh, oh, my, <laughs> for my parents, you know, like it, it doesn't hit me until a couple of years ago. I never seen got like intimate, like that. You know, like a a hug or a kiss. It was always, hey, how you doing? Did so they go ahead and cook for you and you rub your head? and you rub your feet, you know. It was never like um, romantic now that you know, yeah, it was more so like keeping up with appearances. Uh uh-huh. Um, so I thought, okay, if that's what marriage is, I bet. No. Um the first five years of marriage is gonna be held. Um, no, that's that's a myth. It's the first seven years of marriage that's gonna be hell um,
0: so wait, you've been married for six years that. though. So what you trying to say?
1: Yes, yeah, six years. My, I'm almost out of hell. <laughs> got one more year and then I'm in the
0: purgatory before I get to heaven. Um, Jesus. how long? How how how, how young? <laughs> question: How young were you when you got married? How old were you? Um, I was. Let's see, I was twenty six years ago.
1: Twenty four. Twenty four. Twenty four. Yeah, were you still in the army?
0: Were you in the army then? I was in, yeah, I was in my instance. Oh, um, right, right. well, army, I mean, I'm
1: um, sorry, not, not can Army. Make, it's cool. People get that, um, all the time. I mean, I'm still used to it. Yeah, they
2: make it up. Uh,
1: I'm, I'm so used to it. But, um, we dated, we dated in January of 2014. Um, I didn't propose to her until December of 2015. Wait. Oh. No, 2014.
0: No, 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 no. I did not support her until December of 2014. Um, so y'all weren't was even together that long. Huh? No. Nah. Um. So June,
1: we were best friends. We were friends back in '08. So from '08 up until 2014, we were like, you know, we were just um good friends. She was she was one of my best friends. So that happened. And then, so one day, in 2013, I was, like, down the jump. I was going through it. Like, cause was kicking my ass. Um, I hated my job um, at the time. Like, they expected me to scam the customers every waking minute, and I wasn't with it. So then um, she was like, hey, you need to do better. I, need, I know you can do it. Work to do that, you know, that made me laugh. I need to see him again. So something in her sparked me and motivated me to like do better for myself. So um that happened. We dated, I went to boot camp. While I was in boot camp, she took care of my mom and dad. She would always go to my mom's to their place. She would cook for them. She would um, do my mom care. She was a she was the older sister to my younger sister. Um, and she helped out however however she could. When my parents wrote me when I was in boot camp about what she was doing, I was like, Yep, you married this girl, screw okay. And then um, so proposed to her in twenty July of twenty fifteen. Um I got I was deployed, August of twenty sixteen. Um we started moving in together and then in September of twenty sixteen we got married. Wow. So the reason why I say we've been married for like five, six years Six years was so because we did a courtroom wedding in twenty fifteen, and then we got like a church wedding in um 20,
0: 2016.
1: Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Wow. So then, when we got married and Tommy um, did like move together fully, um, that's when to me the nightmare started because I didn't know how she lived and she didn't know how I lived. I have horrible ADHD, I mean OCD. So things have to be put a certain way. Um, I like my closet a certain way. I like my shoes a certain way. I like my cars parked a certain way. She was like, "Oh hell no, what the hell?" She was more of a. She had a system of how she do her own thing, how she do laundry, mm-hmm. how she grocery shop, how she handles the house, how she makes things the house, and everything. And then I remember we would have like. Constant argument to her, they were nothing to me, they were a big deal, and I was like, Bro, there's no way! Oh. So, yeah, so that happened. We were getting pregnant in 2017, and things were starting to get smooth. But pregnancy hormones, man, uh, depending on your oh, movement.
0: You know, go going, oh. going, going backtracking real quick when you say you guys moved in and you was having a little issue. Me, personally, this is just me now. I really would prefer to live with someone at least six months before, like, really marrying them. It's not to say if I live with them, they're trash, I'm not going to marry them. Like, because you know somebody differently when you live with them. You, you know somebody differently. Um.
1: Um, going back on that, like, she was the same person, yeah, it's just, you know, when you observe, so for a while I started observing, like, how she moved, because I had to take a step back, and I was like, alright, I'm doing something wrong, let me go ahead and see how she is, how she functions, what makes her tick, what makes her, you know, what makes her, you know, remain calm and sane, so whatever she did, I be like, alright, I designed my little note, um, and I try to do what she do, you know, just to, you know, keep on her good side, And she would do whatever made me happy or whatever, you know, um, she would whatever made me sick. And then she knew, like, what she could say, and what she, she couldn't say around me. Um, you know, triggers. So, that happened. 2017, we being pregnant. Um, hormones. Let me tell you something. She can, if she could, she could she me when she was pregnant. That's how strong she was. I was like a... Uh, her name 71 at the time. She could spleen me and cockle, Um, her um, on Yeah. Um, That's a strong so name, man. 20- <laughs> oh, mentally interesting. Um, the summer of 2017, I deployed. Um, I'm in Japan this time. She's by herself. She gave birth to our kids. Um, and I wasn't there, and every day for, like, two years, I was really just out because, you know, that was one thing I could never get back. 2018, um, I come back, and she's completely different. Um, you know, now she's full-blown mom, and I didn't recognize her. She didn't recognize me. So it took us a while to, like, reconnect. And rekindle everything that we um like quote unquote lost, but you know the build up was better than what it was before. So you know time apart really did help. Um 2019,
0: we know. had a rough patch. I don't know how. Hold on, I don't know how. Um, I commend these military dudes that's able to do that. Not just the dudes, just the moms or the wives back home or the girlfriends back home too. That's able to take care of the kid, like, and then you guys be going for a full year and just this coming back. I got a couple of homies who left and then came back, right? One thing I realized about y'all is that y'all need a couple of weeks just to ease your way back into society. Mm-hmm. Like, just a couple of weeks to yourselves. whatever y'all choose to do with it. Y'all could come, like, you know, be sociable or just stay at home, whatever it is. To come back to society. Another thing y'all niggas love to do, boy, is leave y'all wives pregnant. (laughs) Every dude, I'm not saying you did it. I was, I'm not saying you did it purposely. But (laughs) every dude I know that gets deployed, I don't know about you, Marion. How many dudes you know that's like that? But every time they get deployed, they their wives is pregnant or just had a baby. No, that is true. And
2: the crazy
1: thing is, I wasn't even supposed to deploy. Um, It was like one of those last minutes, they are like, hey, we're a man short, We need to go. And I'm like, what? Y'all told me I couldn't go. And I'm like, well, suck it up, buttercup, let's go. I was like, all right. Hey, told her what what the business was. She didn't like it. So I bounced. I came back. I tried to surprise her she wasn't having it. And um, yeah, another thing, too, um, there's a flip to that coin. Some dudes, man, they leave and come back. They'll come back to an empty home. Every bank account. Even the dog is
0: gone. Yeah, I like uh, it was plenty. There was plenty of that, um, by that time that I deployed, employed, you like, bro, I, I would have lost my mind. Yeah, yeah no, no. Honestly. No, there is a there the, the side to that coin, for sure. Real quick, do you, are you, like, these are, like, just your buddies and stuff that'll go back and there'll be nothing there? Yeah. Because I also be thinking, yeah. like, bro, imagine you leaving your wife and you... In the back of your head, you feel like your wife is messing with another dude or girlfriend's messing with a dude. That alone well, will drive you crazy.
1: And you're in the middle of... You know, I was about to say, you ever saw that movie um, um John right? And um, the one
0: dude get getting a tape
1: from his girlfriend or whatever? I remember the movie, but tape. vaguely. Well... In the, t- in the movie, there's a scene where this dude gets a take from the girl, and this girl shows, like, hey, I miss you, blah, blah, blah. But then, it goes dark, pretty much, the next door neighbor's screwing her. And it was like, that's the most disrespectful thing, you know, he could ever endure. There was plenty of that going around, too, around that time. And, like, let me tell you, I don't... You, you, you want to feel sorry for some of these dudes, but then when you get to know them, you're like, you brought that on yourself kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So you, like, I don't I can say that now because a lot of those dudes are doing bigger and better things. It's just, yeah, some of them don't know how to um treat their women, man. So, um, mm-hmm. if you ever see me, if you ever see me on Twitter saying something like, hey, you, you want to be a dude in the military? I bet. Just don't call us when, um, beating you at two A. M. because the fridge is making noise. Like that that's a real thing. Like, um, a lot of these women or a lot of these dudes who wanna marry you or, you know, eight someone in the military. Some, a lot of us are damaged. I ain't gonna say this I wasn't damaged. Trust me, I was. It's just, you know, you gotta know um this life you you gotta be built for it. And it's not easy and a lot of people don't, you know, stick around a lot of people just do their
0: four years and get out some of us we just kind of do our 20 like me right now after 20 you could retire
1: or something like that right yep after 20 you can retire and then if you want if you want you can like retire an additional 20 years in a federal job and then yeah you live comfortably
0: okay but you're almost there though. you're almost at your 20 yeah um i got
1: after this one uh, it'll be 12 more years Okay. Yeah. I I heard that. I heard that, man. Go
0: ahead. No, 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 no. I actually want to hear this. You know, this is this is something I don't hear often. Keep in mind, I have buddies that was in the military that comes back. They're never able to, you know. This goes back like, um, Marianne. Remember Aiden, the little boy? Yeah, his dad is in the military. Um. Now I remember when Aiden, this is one of my buddies, like, this is a kid I kind of grew up with, I kind of raised when I was in college. Our friends, well, I know the mom and dad, like, the dad went off to, he got deployed, or I think he was in basic training back then. And then, like, when he came back, he was completely different. Like, when he came back, this man didn't even want to hold his own son. And that shit threw me off guard. And I'm like, yo, what's going on here? And that's when I started opening my eyes, and then I'm meeting other people in, that went to the military that, like, either got deployed or that go to, like, training or whatever. Like, I told myself, I don't want no parts of it. But then again, I don't really love this country enough to sign up for it, no matter how great the benefits are. But I do commend the ones that do for whatever reason they do it for. If To me, if you're a minority and you telling me you're doing this because you love this country, I'm looking at you sideways. Some people, you know, circumstances or whatever the case is, I commend them. But I just could never.
1: So what's crazy about that? What made me enlist was um, so prior to enlisting, I was on a, I was on a, I was on, a, I was on a resident, big he heavy me. I was on a resident, green uh-huh. card, and all that, right? Uh uh-huh. so, um So at the time, President Obama had this uh, thing where it's like, hey, if you have financial hardship. You can get your citizenship for free, and I was like, "Well, what do you know?" Because when I said school was kicking my ass, um, the school that I went to at the time was um, running scams on the students. They were taking their tax information, running it, and then trying to, you know, take the tax returns.
0: What school Um, was
1: that? On behalf of and (laughs) good old Southern State College.
0: That's isn't it? Isn't that one at Stanford, right?
1: Yeah, that's the one that for yep, yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. So, luckily for me, I did not um I was a victim of identity test twice through that school. Mm-hmm. Um um I went ahead and applied. Instead of paying that nine hundred dollar application fee, it was waived. I got um and I applied in November. I didn't get a um appointment till goddamn March. And then I was sworn in um you know, I just finished April 11th, 2014. Okay. So,
0: yeah. So, whenever people say, oh, you know, the process is too long and blah, 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 blah. It's like, no, it's not. You just know, You just need to know. What you're before. filling out. Your paperwork.
1: Exactly. Okay. Yeah, because I, exactly. I got mine yeah. done back in 2017,
0: 2016. So, I know what you mean. Yeah.
1: So, a lot, when, whenever I hear people say, well, my dad's been in this country for 10 years, and it's tough that they're taking away GPS, or whatever, 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 and I'm looking like, well, oh, within the 10 years, you could have had his residence in five years. And if you know the language and the history, and trust me, the history and the language is so easy. But then again, I'm going to on my behalf because I practically grew up here. However, that's not the point. The point is, um, it shouldn't really take you that long. To get your citizenship, I think the system of immigration is designed to, you know, do that on purpose, just to kick people out, you know, just to use you for tax reasons and then kick you out. Like that's that's where I draw the line at. But um, so I got my citizenship. I'm thinking, all right, doors of opportunity. What can I do with my citizenship? And I was like, you know what? I'm very grateful that you know I got this opportunity to get it. At least let me get my time back or something. You know, I was trying to be local. And I was like, All right,
0: I just enlist. Oh, so, you, you wanted to do the American <laughs> Dream. Full job.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so when I enlisted, originally I wanted to move to the Navy. But at the time, um, the Navy recruiters were like, oh, we only see he by appointment only. And I scheduled an appointment with this dude for like two weeks straight. it always be, hey, come see me in Bali, come see me in Bali this time or this time or this time.
2: And I remember every
1: day for two weeks, I saw this one Marine um, go to his office every day at 7 o'clock. And he'd be like, hey, how you doing? I'd be like, hey, what's up? For two weeks straight. And then by the 15th day, I remember straight up, I I not get in contact with the main recruiter, I went to him and I was like, what can you do for me? He was like, that all depends. What do you want? I was like, I want to get out of here. And he was like, I bet. Um, sat me down, told me everything the Marine Corps had to offer at the time. I was trying to listen to him, got everything he was saying. I was like, dude, just give me the paperwork so I can go, so I can get up out of here. Because around that time, Orlando was changing, and I didn't like the vibe of Orlando because I was seeing people every day at the same spot doing the same New Yorker thing. And I was like, man, I need better. I deserve better. So, yeah, that happened. And I don't regret in listening at all. Um, because I saw the world. And when I say I've seen the world, I've seen the world. And it's a beautiful place. All these different cultures and all these different vibes and energy. And, like, you know, it's it's just an amazing feeling to know that there's something outside of your, your comfort zone. There's something outside your block, you know. And, and it's like you grow more every day that you can see another human being sit in front of you and tell them about your culture tell them about their culture, their food, their music, their taste. And it's, it's just awful. Awesome. I ain't trying to recruit nobody, I don't want you to be that vibrant or anything like that. <laughs> but I'm just saying it's like, you know, there's a lot of things that you, you don't want to live regretting with and I don't regret um,
0: I don't regret to listen. And, yeah. Wow. Okay. I mean, that's that's a success story to me. It's just that I don't normally hear that I don't normally hear that type of shit. Most niggas, they be ready to get the fuck up out of there. That's why I Yeah, because it's, uh, it's, all,
1: it's all on you. It's what you want, it's what you do with your, with your time, you know. Mm-hmm. They think, oh man, four years is too long. Nah, no, four years went by quick for you. You know, and um, it's all, especially in the Marine Corps, Marine Corps is designed to set you up. You know, you have to be able to take those tools and the time to yourself. Um, plus while you're in the military, you know, of course, school is free, but however you feel a class, you gotta take that. That's what most of them tell you. Um guy. <laughs> We're, all, we're always about nutrition right now since we're like peacetime, quote unquote. We want to be more scholarly. They're giving you more time to go to school. They're giving you time to, like, you know, um, advance yourself. Um, hell, I know a whole bunch of Marines right now. They're either into real estate, investing, getting their degrees, be um, masters, all that stuff. Um, they got their own little businesses on the side, too, you know? So it's like, you know, it's what you do with your time. It's what you do to elevate yourself that makes the difference. If you see people like just get out and all this crumble, that's because they screwed up. They got negative paperwork on them because they thought you know shit was sweet. It doesn't work
0: out. That nope, that's a fact, man. That's I agree one hundred percent. I mean, I, I apply that to everything I do. It's like um, I don't. <sighs> How can I put this? Like, this year has really been a blessing to me with just how I view things. It's just like, bro, we all got the same 24 hours. Some say it's not enough time of the day. Some say we have too much free time. I personally feel like it's just what you do with your time. I'm done saying, you know, it's not enough time of the day. So, like, what are you doing with this time? If you have this, if you're on vacation, but you know you got errands to run, you got little stuff to do here and there, like, what are you doing with that time? Are you just bypassing it? Or are you creating more opportunities for yourself to be better three months from now? So I completely agree and understand where you're coming from with that. And I'm all for it. So are you guys living on base? Um, No. So
1: going back to um, this whole COVID thing, COVID opened up an opportunity for me. Because of this whole pandemic, um, interest rates went dropped. So when interest rates drop, it's what people get to do. They get to buy houses. So there is no base housing where I'm stationed at. So you either rent or you, or you buy a home. And I rented for like a whole year and a half or so. I hated it because, yeah, the place was okay it was cozy, but it wasn't there for my daughter. I didn't like my neighbors because so they, they were a whole bunch of potheads. I mean, I got nothing against marijuana smoke or anything like that, but that was all my kids, you know?
0: Gotcha.
1: Um, and then the neighborhood was going to shit, and I was like, all right, I had enough of this. Plus, um, it was starting to snow, and it takes 45 minutes for my wife to get to work, so I was like, all right, well, this is something drastic and bold. Buy the home that's 15 minutes closer for my wife to work at,
0: and um, I have a got set. Yeah, that's good trying to be on that vibe, but yeah, that's good, that's a blessing, um, so you, you plan on being where you at per, uh, for a while then, if you bought a home in that area,
1: yeah,
0: Ugh, you big gangster um, being in middle America, um, for the listeners, can we crazy. share, can um, we share where you at, the the area where you at, yeah, the city, yeah. you in, yeah. you yeah. In, Ohio, in Ohio, Cleveland, Ohio, um, yeah,
1: Cleveland, Ohio, uh. I live in Cleveland, Ohio, man, oh. um, when well, people say, uh, Cleveland, Ohio, they think LeBron and the Cavs or the Browns or anything like that. No, oh. I, I think of Cleveland, Ohio. I think, um, goddamn it, people actually
2: choose to live here. And this goddamn, <laughs> type
0: of, I'm good. <laughs> when I think of Cleveland, Ohio, I think oh, of I, just Snow. The, what's the, the Buckeyes, Ohio, though? Oh, yeah,
2: yeah. That's Columbus. That's, that's, that's in the capital. Damn. That's a two hour
1: drive from me. But um, um, yeah,
2: I live in Cleveland.
0: Um, um, uh, before the people. What was that? Who? The Cleveland show. Yeah, that's where the Cleveland
1: Browns
2: are at. What are you talking about, Marion? Like, right. i love the about What? <laughs> I'm so lost. My God, it's
0: the Cleveland show from the um, from the sisters. Cleveland that's show? You talking about the Cleveland show? Oh no no no
1: no
0: Marianne how no. old are you
1: <laughs>
0: and this is what you're thinking about when well, you're thinking about Cleveland Ohio you're thinking about the Cleveland show I don't
2: know I've never been in. I, uh, I just thought the Cleveland show was retired like,
0: I never do so. shout out to my Ohio listeners I actually do got a few of y'all and I actually listen to some podcasts that's no, based exactly. in Ohio it's the fact that that was the last thing I expected her to even mention you think of Cleveland, Ohio. You talking about the I Cleveland got show? The Buckeyes. That's two different things. Anyways, can we get back to the uh, task in hand? Thanks a lot, Marion. Okay. Cleveland show. <laughs>
1: Ooh. So, um, before we recorded, um, I was telling Marion like, um, and, and YouTube, uh, about like investing and in, um, about like, hey. Uh, like what the plan was so this home that i bought like i want to rent it out um honestly so if, if the military ever says like hey you got to move to another you know the dumb left i'm like all right that all i gotta do is call up my um my, my my realtor and be like hey man i need to be the property manager go ahead and rent this home through whoever and rent are going to be x y and z and i'm gonna keep doing that for the next 12 years sometimes get out. So that's one of the ways for me to, like, at least have something I can pass on to my daughter for A, for generational wealth, and B, for, um, taxable income. Because, you'd be amazed how many how, how many people are willing to pay rent in certain neighborhoods.
0: No. Right. Like, wow. That is a fact. And some people, they don't have, they're not thinking ownership. Shoot, I want to say when I'm growing up, I wasn't thinking ownership because that's not what was instilled in me. For the most part until, like, you know, I got older, like, and I'm like, yo, really in America, really in America, if you own a property, I wouldn't say it's 100% yours, but at least you got something, like, you could leave to your kids or something, and not having no owners. Uh, Because,
1: I'm sorry, it's just, I I just had to talk with my supervisor, and he was like, you know you don't own your home, right? I was like, I know. So like, even if you pay off the loan, the home's not yours. I was like, how you figure the property tax? Think about that. Like, you're going to be paying taxes until you're dead or until, you know, your kid, you know, is dead. Because, yeah, the home is paid off, you know, outright, but it's not yours. It belongs to that the state because it's on their land. So when people say, oh, yeah, this is mine, no, it's not, because you're still paying for something that, you know,
0: the state or the government gotta pay for. But you know, it is a great I, I still would rather that versus rent though. True.
1: But so like my home I pay like um three hundred dollars less
0: than what I would have paid at rent. And I say Well uh, you pay you paying three hundred dollars well, less for mortgage mortgage payment versus renting?
1: Yep. Yeah. So <laughs> my my, mm-hmm, my rent at the time was like a thousand some odd dollars for a two bedroom, half bath, nine hundred square foot, hole in the wall. Hold on, why I why
0: know. I thought why I thought Cleveland, Ohio rent was cheap? This must have been back when LeBron it was is. there. No 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 Ohio um the
1: rent was cheap. So when I first got to that place, cause for the first three months it was just me and I was only paying um, $850, 855 then, you know, when you have to renew your rent, um every year it goes up. Yeah. So, um, at one point, they were like, hey, we're going, we're going from this to month to month because the market value for rent shot up. Surprise, surprise, COVID. So, I'm like, so you mean to tell me instead of paying, at the time, odd dollars I'm going to be paying $1,100? nah, I'm good. So, they were like, nah, you wouldn't be paying 11 because your military will give you $100 off. You'll be paying a 1000 And I'm like, this is an insult because ain't nobody going to pay
0: a $1,000 for the two-bed, half hole in the wall, in the wrong side of Cleveland, Ohio. The, the crazy thing so, is this is, The crazy thing is that some people that will pay that in Florida in a heartbeat, no matter if it's a hole-in-the-wall area. But...
1: Okay, I remember how- um, every time I advertised on Twitter. I was like, Hey, um, if I found this home in the middle of Murky Drive and I went to see you for nine hundred dollars, would you take it? A lot of folks said hey or nah because they said Murky Drive. I haven't been in Florida since two thousand eighteen, so I don't really know what all happened down over there. But to hear that was like, Oh man, um
2: the neighborhood either went down or it went
0: up. I don't know, where that's Marianne Hood. I don't know. I <laughs> lived in Orlando, but... I, what? Yeah. I don't know. That was just me. I was
2: just
0: like, you
1: know, hey, how can I make a quick buck um, in, any, in any place that I've foot
0: in? I was just really thinking out there. Oh, that's good, man. I'm I'm hoping people that's listening right now they know, like, you know, work towards something. I always tell, I'm starting to move more of, like, you know, Work towards something. Don't be stagnant in what you do. Because even with my job, even with, like, jobs now, I, I be telling myself every time I get in a new job or a new project, I give myself, I always give myself a year or a year and a half to reevaluate myself. Like, do I really want to be here? How is this going? How am I feeling about the whole situation? That is something I highly recommend for people to do. But we are going to wrap it up soon. So I just want to... Um, let you guys say any last minute things, Marianne, any shit that you want to get off your chest before we close out. Because I know you've been a little quiet and observing this episode. But this I, like is, the, I like I like him sharing. I like him sharing that experience, though, because that's something I don't hear often. Yeah, so, no, it was wrong. Oh, uh,
2: Goodbye. Just got some information.
0: And you guys are still picking Marianne over me. We had our oh, guests in here. We had our guests in here talking most of the time. And then here she comes. Good vibes, good information. And then y'all yeah, Niggas is picking Marianne over me. I don't want
2: to take, I don't want to take all these times from the podcast, you know, because obviously. I'm, I'm, past, I'm past, past that yeah. at this
0: point. I'm just more upset that more people are picking you <laughs> over me. I'm, I'm, well, that's stop, crazy. I mean, okay.
2: When think, they pick me, they pick you. Because we are the podcast. Mm.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. I bet. I appreciate so, it.
2: This is story, so, I'm going to be in hell
1: for seven years, though. Shit. Okay. <laughs> so, here's my last one, right? Just check me out. So, marriage for real. This is like, this is like me. This is, this is um, how can I say this? Honorable and faithful husband, me speaking. Um, You might be the head of the household, men. If for those of you who are in a relationship or planning on getting married, you might be the head of a household, but she's a neck. Why is that? You can't look left or you can't look right without her. So know your position and play it well. Okay. And that's 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 just my last take on that. I like that. That's a good
2: one. Right, mm-hmm.
0: the head of the household.
2: household.
1: Oh my God. <laughs> That's not
2: what I was going with, but yeah,
0: I'll take <laughs> it. We over here talking about marriage, positive shit, and this is you. this is who y'all li- y'all listeners. This is who y'all picking over me. This is who y'all picking.
2: Mm. Uh, my superstars,
0: my came in. I'm <laughs> coming. Hey, we, we're, close. we're about to close. But <laughs> hey, for people that don't know, that's living on the rock. That's not on Twitter, AKA. What's up with like black people getting flowers on the twenty first? This, po- okay. this podcast epi- this podcast episode this podcast episode. Hold on, this podcast episode will, will drop up maybe a day or two after the twenty first. So I'm curious <laughs> on you guys that's listening right now that already has your superpowers, what is it? Tag us, please, I wanna know. But go ahead. I don't wanna know where did this start from?
1: Okay, so apparently Jupiter and Saturn, right? They're supposed to be in alignment by three degrees, um, from midnight till I think it's like zero two or zero two thirty, um, mm-hmm. around that time. So for like a good little portion, they're gonna be in alignment by three degrees. It hasn't happened since like the dark ages, right? Um, the year eight hundred or something like that. However, and I mean this with no offense because I'm an asshole witchcraft twitter wants to go ahead and say oh yeah you know my car is going to rejuvenate because we've been watching Avatar, or airbender because cosmos and astrology and all that other juvenile shit that's just me once again i'm not like trying to like downplay it all but it's just entertaining watching people say this and it's like really we're, we're doing this now yeah because ah, they're going to get hurt because
2: they're going to think they really have to suicide. And
0: you're gonna hear somebody fall off, you know, the 50th of the day. Listen, man, I just I'm just enjoying the hell out of these videos and these memes on Twitter though. I am enjoying the hell out of all of them. But anyways, you guys, uh I appreciate you I appreciate you coming on the podcast, man. I just wanna say my last thing for this episode is everybody just uh, you know, take care of yourself. If you've made it out of twenty twenty, we only got a few days out of here. And all the stuff that you went through, I'm hoping. I remember in the beginning or in early on the episode, you was talking about how, you know, you said how I'm all about structure and how I try to have like a, a schedule about thing. And it hit me that I remember early on in the pandemic, I literally had a full episode on just like my routine, because um, I remember I, I I still keep that routine though. Early on, when I was furloughed early this year, like I had to keep myself a give myself a routine, or else I was gonna go crazy too. So, I just want to let you guys know, just because the year is over, or just the year, just because the year is about to end, this is not the time to start or end a routine. A routine should be more of a lifestyle, and you never know how that routine will be a ripple effect to everything else that you do. So. So what do you mean that like
2: can't start a routine? They can start
0: a routine now. I'm not saying they can't start or stop start or stop one. It's more so don't let an end of the year or beginning of the year be the reason you start one. It should be more of a lifestyle. That's all. alright Do
2: whatever.
0: Y'all can do whatever y'all want. I'm just saying make that shit more of a lifestyle than anything. Like oh we about to we about to come back with the new year, new me. Um, new Year, New Meat the. is coming out in two weeks. And I hate them. But anyways, thank you guys for listening. Don't forget we are on Apple Podcasts, um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, and many more others. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, you could always leave us a review, share, subscribe, and I greatly appreciate it. And um, until next time.